the 24 is owning every second of every minute of every hour of every day. To seize the moment to get the most out of every day. Being responsible for every 24 hours of every day of your life. I wanted to not have to be told what to do, who to hang out with, where to go, when to be there. Taking ownership of it. I love Own the 24 because it, it epitomizes everything that is about my life. At the end of your time here, you can look back and say, I, you know, I made the most. I own the 24. And when you own it, you get to do whatever you want, whenever you want, with whoever you want, wherever you want, and no one can tell you no. That's what I love about Own the 24. to own the 24 it's Lori and mike and we hope you're owning your 24 today we had a great time doing this show Ayan. yeah we did uh it was about a half a dozen things that make up 80 percent of the difference on how your life turns out yeah and building a little bit about habits and also dropping some jokes some often bad ones which is my desire but uh see if you can catch the one that Lori missed yeah it goes right over my head didn't even notice it until after he talked about it <laughs> so good So a half dozen things. What's this whole, what's all this chatter about half dozen things, Lori? Half dozen things. If that's your real name. If that's my real name. Took my notes. <laughs> right. Okay, Lori. Uh, half a dozen things that make up 80% of the difference of how your life turns out. That was something I didn't know. <clears throat> I didn't either. I'm not sure I believe you. You don't believe me. No, I'm kidding. What? So? What are the half dozen things? Yeah. What are these magical half dozen things? Well, so if I'm if my math's right, that's six, right? Things six, that six half a dozen, six the, of one, half dozen right, of another. Right. If I only had to do six things in order to get some kind of result, right, a positive result, I'd yeah. do them. I mean, I would do them, right? I mean, I think everyone would. That's what I thought. It's the magic. Why don't they tell you? Who is this they, and why don't they tell us? <laughs> Who's the they? Who's the they? Who is the they? I think, like we should, I think we should ask people. Who's they? Who do you think they is? We could devote an hour to that. An hour to that. Kitty, who do you think they is? She doesn't care. She doesn't care. Kitties don't care. She just wants to be with us. Yep. All right. So, well, if they were half dozen things, what, what would you say they were? What would your half dozen things be? That Maybe that's what we should ask. What would your half dozen things be? Mm -hmm. That's a good question. We, we should put that out on a poll. Yeah. Take the poll. Would you like to take our poll? Half dozen things, what would they be? Yeah. I bet we'd get a, a wide variety of answers. Well, what are, what, are your, what are your half dozen things? What are the six things that you think makes up 80% of the difference in how your life turns out? Hmm. You're talking about, you want me to answer? Or yeah. is this an ab yeah. abstract question? Well, You're putting me on the spot here. I think, we'd, I, I think we'll ask the audience too, but I want to hear yours. A lot of pressure. I think yours will be a little different than mine. It'll make but. a difference in my life. So first of all... Uh, <clears throat> I'd say good hygiene for sure. 
<laughs> no. That's yeah, not, no, that's a good one. That's not one of them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, okay. Is that is that like a is that one like so obvious it make doesn't makes the list because everybody should do that or maybe right. it should no, make the list. Okay, so six my six things that make the difference, I would say one is I disagree. Like, I don't know. That's it. <laughs> wrong. Not wrong. <laughs> no, there are no wrong answers. That's mm-hmm. the good news about this. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. Because our life is a reflection of those half dozen things that we're doing. We just, we, we prioritize the half dozen things whether we realize it or not. Right. right? Yeah. Well, I would say in order of priority first and foremost um, of my six, one is protect the asset. Protect so that's the one. That's makes the difference. Take no, the I would say I would say first structure for me um, that make the difference like discipline. Being the emerald that you structure are. Structure around that, yeah, that has to exist for me to. <laughs> the leap of faith just I happened. That. <laughs> <clears throat> that has to exist. It make the difference in my life. So, I would say structure and in. in, in side of the structure it's not just any structure it's inside the structure is some kind of a balance i have to have balance in my work life or you know call it spirituality or whatever like i have to have some dharma in my day you know whatever you want to call that time for reflection time for meditation whatever you want to call that so i guess that's two things three um wait what was the first one? Oh, structure, structure. but then and then spiritual. Yeah, you gotta talk about what's inside the structure. Right? Okay. I mean I think those are I think those are important. Um healthy I mean, I would say um commitment to the discipline of a healthy lifestyle. Yeah. Right? Keeping your body and mind fit as uh, as it slowly decays and goes back to the earth. Hopefully slower than faster. Right. Um I don't know, how many is that? What I'm you know, three? Um, I don't know what 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 else makes the difference in my life. Order, simplicity, cleanliness, relationships, strong relationships. By cleanliness, I mean like I, I like to have things clean. You know, the house and the garage. <clears throat> strong relationships. Yeah, I like that about you. Yeah. What else? Being productive. I think everyone has a sense, uh, a need to, to feel productive in whatever in whatever way that means to them. Like mm-hmm. my, in our current context, my my level of productivity is more um, qu- qualitative. I would say, right? Like my job is to prepare prepare us, right? <laughs> Keep everything ready. And uh, for the mass, be as informed Who knows as possible. What's going to happen? But that's yeah. I view that as my highest calling at this point. <laughs> we uh, prepare, and I hope it's a total waste of time. <laughs> All right. How about you? Or what else to say about that? Uh, well, I think those are all great. So. Where does that lead you to the life of your dreams? Where does that lead me to the life? Yeah, like where you said half a dozen things makes up 80% of the difference of the way your life turns out. Well, uh, I would, maybe maybe we didn't touch that, but I would say that, and we've talked about this a lot, is the the visions, the vision statement for what 
for what I want in my life mm-hmm. and working on the steps inside of the structure, inside of the things that, that resonate with me and give me, um, that inspire me. Uh, over the years, we call it personal development. We can call it whatever we want, but inside of that structure creates the me that attracted you. Yeah. So I think that's that's really a great point that you just said. It all comes back to defining your vision for your life mm-hmm. because everybody's is different. Sure. Right? So how can you say that there's just six things when those six things are going to create an outcome without knowing what the outcome is? Mm-hmm. Right? So I think that... A lot of times we'll lead a life without an outcome in mind. We just do what people tell us to do. I was like a robot. I went to school, got good grades, went to college, you know, got a job. You did the same thing. We, we, we like robotized in the world. and Almost all the same things. Yeah. Almost. You said something about grades. Maybe not exactly where you were, but well, yeah, same idea. In I, you know, in high school, I got good grades. I don't know. I right was a little bit not not great in college. I passed. I mean, I made dean's list. It's so, did you? Yeah, I made what's called John's list. A lot of people don't know about it. There's dean, maybe it's yeah, John. Was John. Yeah. yeah, well, maybe I I teetered between dean and John. Yeah. Oh, I bet you did <laughs> just on the weekends. <laughs> but um, boom. I was a good girl. So back to, um, you know, that's just, that's such a good point because so many of us, and, and, and certainly is, has been my experience, so it's not just, it's not just them, uh, have, have gotten to a place where, how did I get, <clears throat> how did I get here? Isn't that the basis of like, your book even? How did I get here? Yeah. And, and um, that's it. The question would be, uh, <laughs> well, where did you want to be? Well, shit, I never thought of that. I I never thought about it either. Just rich. Like, you you don't think about where, where, you know. I wanted a nice house. I wanted kids. I wanted a happy family. I wanted a good job. I wanted consistency and stability in my life. And, you know, in the pursuit of all of that, I ended up divorced. You ended up divorced. Mm -hmm. Financially, at completely... Uh, behind the eight ball or worse yep you know and so what i came to realize was that nobody ever said you you can you can put what you want you can design this thing you can design this thing Mm -hmm. so like all right let me climb out of my hole i've got a blank slate right now right it's pretty nothing it's been obliterated yep after 17 years of marriage. Yeah. And it's okay to, and it, the, the thing that's got to be clear is it's okay to, to fail or miss or whatever, right? I mean, when I first discovered that, I wrote down that I wanted to be, uh, first of all, I wanted to be a fireman and I didn't pass the, I didn't pass the test. And then I wanted to be an astronaut and then a cowboy. Are you serious? No. <laughs> It's like, I didn't know anything about that. Really? really? Like, were you too tall? You couldn't fit in the ladder truck? You could have been the ladder truck. What are you talking about? You could have been great fireman because you could reach the top of the building before. No. The, yeah. Just hold the hose up, Mike. So, you know, though, they don't tell you this. Who's they again? Right. Who is they? I want to, I want to, I really want to take I think we're they out. In on it. Yep. I'm, I'm not, I'm not so 
keen on they mm. because it seems like they kind of put you in a in a in mm-hmm. a box that says, "Oh, run over here, go this way, go this way," and you don't realize that it's like a, a conveyor belt mm-hmm. off of a, a waterfall or something, you know? Right into the Soylent Green factory. Yeah. So, I think it's good to to. I think the worst thing, the worst thing would to not be to not have a catastrophe where you did find out there's another way. You know what? I think that would be the worst thing. Yeah. Well, yeah, to make it all the way to eighty. And that happens. That happens the majority of the time, right? The majority of the time. Do you know? Do you know what? How that's proven out to be true? All the grumpy, really super grumpy old people, <laughs> because they realize that they that, that they nothing happened. It. Yeah, like nothing happened. I lived my whole life, and I I stayed inside my box. I did what I was told. I I I you know followed the rules, and I'm at the end of my life, and I'm yeah. and I'm like, what did I do? Yeah. They spent their whole life in have to. Yeah, and, and most for 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 most people, the have to is self created. It's not my fault. I have I have to. Yeah. So there's something there. There's there, we we continually point at the at the challenge, explore, and hope and hopefully we're developing Nudge. some better idea or understanding, or at least stimulating some thought about how to snap out of it. First, first and foremost, is it even possible for me? You know, right? And. Uh, Hopefully the, hopefully the takeaway is yes. Yeah. So my half a dozen things are first and foremost um, that I wanted to live, live my life according to things that I thought were important, like my value system. So inside of that, what is that? healthy. I want to be healthy. I want to be active. Always wanted to be that. Never I don't want to ever you know, we're proactive. We're pretty proactive people as far as health and nutrition goes. Mm-hmm. And I still have aches and pains and I can't even imagine what it would be like to not have been proactive yeah. for the past 20 years. Yeah. What my body would feel like if I feel like I do now, right? Just you know, things creak. Well, think about what you what you went through that year with frozen shoulders. Right, you really weren't active for a whole year. Yeah, I couldn't move my arms at all. That was a real wake up call. Mm-hmm. Appreciate mobility and arms, washing my hair. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's that's number one priority. Without your health, there's nothing. And then. Um, I would say for me, um, I grew up with this, um, I don't know what, what it was that caused me to have to be financially secure, but I had that. I had that need to be absolutely financially unhindered. And never knew how to do it. I was a good money manager. I was a good budgeter. Um, but until I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, I had no idea how the world worked with respect to money. 
and being financially, economically independent. So that was a big eye-opener there. I think that is a, is a high priority for me to find, to find a way to do that. And certainly um, self-care, self-love, self-respect, self-esteem, all those things was another black hole of lack of awareness at the role it plays in the outcome of my life. Hmm. So I'm like driving around with my eyes closed in the world doing things based on things I'm not aware of and how um, my own self-perception was driving some of those decisions and happenings. So I think that was another big awareness is to feel worth it, feel enough, feel deserving. And I think that's something that people don't look at and they don't want to look at. I certainly didn't want to look at it. So that's something that like people step over as like, could this really be the thing that's causing everything in my life? Yeah, really. Um, and I get the I get the tendency to not even want to look at it. But if you can really drill in, it does solve a lot of problems with relationships as well as the relationship with yourself. So that that's a big one. Um, certainly having a quality. I was always a romantic in the sense that I felt that there could be a happy ever after marriage thing, even though at the time I was never going to get married as a kid. Like I was going to grow up, never get married. I was going to be a professional. I was going to maybe adopt a child, you know, like that's my whole life Mm. was like totally not what happened. But, um, you know, I was so hell bent on being independent, but I always had this fantasy that you could have a partner in life, a husband, a spouse, that it was like love and you enjoyed each other's company and you wanted to do things together and it could be happy. Like there was always that prospect of being happy. And it's not the sense of like there's always somebody better. There's just the one. Mm-hmm. So you're the one for me. We're happy about that last part. I am. <laughs> I was, on the edge, about that. I was on the edge of my seat for a minute there. Like, how's, how'd it turn out? It turned out really good. Good. And um, certainly having a, you know, a spiritual and a holistic routine. Mm-hmm. It, it, you know, without that, you're not grounded. You're not, you're not really, I mean, we're of this world, but I don't think we're, we really are, it's just this world. Mm-hmm. I think there's more. There's a lot more, and we'll fall out of that. I mean, there were. I've been, uh, as you know, I've been keeping a journal for a long time, thirty years, 30 something years. like that. More, but than there have been, you know, there have been blocks of mm-hmm. years when when I, I will will have not written. We were doing yoga and meditation damn near every day mm-hmm. for months, right? And then and then not, right? Know? So we we know and see the value in that, and then and we'll still fall out of it, yeah, right. It, it, God, and, and, and to me, it's, so, it's such a profound realization that it's in the falling out of it, in the re-remembering it, that's the, the, where everything is. Yes. Like, that's the whole game, yeah. is, re, is re-remembering. It's not, 
anyone I get so I get so uh, judgy I guess when when I hear someone talk like they have it all figured out and they've done everything perfectly and they you know they were broken now they're fixed and everything's beautiful and they never fall out of it <laughs> it's just like it can't be like it just can't right. be you know? well there's no appreciation for it when you go back into it if you just right. always do it it just becomes the norm yeah. and then it's no big thing and it can become mundane and boring yep. but the renewed interest and That's the right. renewed enthusiasm and each time you come back in you could have a different perspective too well it's certainly getting back into our our what's called transformational breathing has been so much bigger than mm. than when we were doing it and before easier and we fell out of it for months i don't know how yeah. many months maybe years yeah well i think that comes to like today with shooting yeah like feeling comfortable with the gun and actually shooting it and then realizing that for the past however long we've been doing it i've been like holding on to it too hard and you know jerking it and whatever <laughs> mm. I didn't mean that. Yeah. You just, I walked you're right into that one. Yeah, so let's <laughs> skip right over that. You're just an anomaly. And that's a thing for, for you or for anyone who gets to know you that has to understand when, when your, your greatest challenge is to not assume everyone can do the stuff that you can do. I mean, nobody learns how to shoot that fast and, and shoots that well after so few rounds through a weapon. <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, you honestly got your whole life, you probably shot... 500 rounds and they've all been with me i never held a gun before you yeah there's no way that 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 i just think it's a remarkable you just you just have a knack for things to pick things to pick things up which is just which is just you know one of the many reasons why i love you but also it's it's something to remember about working with others right that they're just not you (laughs) that must be my stupid human trick because it's not an appreciation that i have for I think I I work at learning things. There's a there's things that I love about you that are like like oh I wish I had that. I wish I had that skill. That's what I say sometimes when you like I'll bring something up that I've been like studying and you're like yeah I already read that or I knew about that and I'm like how does he know all this stuff? You read and you consume information at a rate that I could never possibly do it. Well. There's a trick to that. You, you you learn just enough to, st- and then you say something that's partially true, and then you just say you know about all that, and you get your wife to think you're super smart. No, that's not true. You know, you know. I can tell you know. Yeah. You can always tell when somebody knows. Mm-hmm. You know, when somebody tells you that they're like a really good basketball player, and they don't know how many fouls it takes to get a one-on-one situation. <laughs> Yeah. Right? Something like, like that. Things yeah. like that yeah. are total exposures. Yep. So a half dozen things. Oh, you know what else I wanted to talk about? I hope, I hope we covered it, at least in a cursory way the half dozen things. Yeah, well, I, I want people to think of their own. Yeah, for like, sure. So ours were different. Right. Not covered like here are the right answers, but covered yeah. the thought process. Also, I want to talk about um, f- habits, familiarity a little bit. Remember we talked about that? We were just kind of talking about that. But a little bit with the gun. Just to expand that. Well, yeah, it was the gun and, and it was the skis and it was, you know, it was really just, that's something that applies to, to everything. So how do yes. I... Yes. And, and, and really the the hurdle is the awkwardness at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like no one, especially you, someone who masters so many things so quickly. I don't know about more than anybody else, but 
hates to not be good at something, which is why you end up really good at stuff because you loathe to not have mastery of stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> so we'll talk about that. Like what, what for, for, for people, <clears throat> change, is, change is desired, but when I start into some new change, uh, like a lot of people don't take the take the approach to learning that you do, right? Or, or maybe that I, you and I, I do. I think a lot of people have an aversion, at least off of the years that I've experienced, is that the people have an aversion to learning because they had a bad experience when they were a kid at school. Like some stupid teacher or some kid, something made fun of them when they were a kid and they felt completely humiliated or embarrassed or stupid. And... They have such an aversion to looking bad or or being made feel mm-hmm. stupid. That's it. Well, and that, they right? won't try because they're so fearful of looking right. like they're stupid or dumb. Well, we learned that as a fundamental in the, in the course we took, right? Our fundamental come from, for everyone is, looking, looking good, good and not looking bad. Right. But I mean at a level, like the not looking, you can still not fear being stupid, and still not want to look bad, but I'm talking about that. That there is a terrible, terrible feeling of looking stupid. Mm-hmm. That people have an aversion yeah. to learning. It drives them away from learning things because they that initial. Everybody has that initial. I don't know how to do this. Right. Right. You, yeah. Anything you learn, riding a bike learning how to throw the jet skis in the water, like overcoming that initial apprehension and and sucking it up, if you will, of uncomfortable, massive uncomfortableness, holding a gun for the first time, the shotgun, like almost passed out, right? I was like, I'm so scared. You did. I'm just yeah. holding it, let alone that shooting so it, funny. right? And it's that feeling about everything with learning. Like I had it with the gun, obviously, because I'm not used to it. Um, but that initial, like, I can't do this, even with, you know, turning on a computer or yeah. learning a new iPhone or, or, you know, smartphone or figuring out any kind of electronics, which I have no desire to do at all, mm-hmm. but I will. I'm not. I'm, I'm not afraid of that process of not knowing to get to knowing, and then to study it until there's mastery. I don't know why. I just. I never was humiliated as a kid in a learning environment that made me want to avoid that situation like the plague. Now I do have that stuff or I did until I broke through those areas mm-hmm. in other areas though. Yeah. That's the key for what we're trying to convey for people is building new habits, uh, being, being comfortable in the, in the discomfort of yeah. learning something mm-hmm. new. How, how, how obvious does that sound? Super obvious. But people avoid it, right? right? I mean, so we all uh, avoid it. Man, I avoid it like crazy. I mean, similar to that, I'm the guy that, <clears throat> that if I'm being honest, would never leave, probably leave the house. I mean, I have you here and the house is really nice. Like it takes you to go. Uh, and sometimes you don't either, which is when sometimes we'll sit in the house for, you know, all a week. Long. 
and, uh, and we'll go, oh, let's, let's do something, you know, let's do something. And I don't want to go. You know, it's, it's, a, it's the seafood festival and whatever, you know, where we used to live. And uh, God, I don't want to go. But, but then you go and it's fun. I mean, it's kind of similar to that. Like you go try something new. You don't really sure. Of course, we'd all rather just not. But that's when, that's when we're talking about the... Let's the, have the an adventure. Being uncomfortable enough... To, to getting off our ass and, and doing something, right? So we're really, we're really talking about owning the 24. We're talking about life change and what value we can add to people. Uh, not just, you know, getting off the couch and going to the seafood festival, but applying that to life in a way that can create mastery of life, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. To have adventures. Get up. Yeah. Get out. Yeah. To break through the ice. Turn the music up okay. loud. Yeah. yeah. Sing. Out of tune. Yeah. Dance like nobody's listening dance like nobody's oh that was a, such a great little dance thing we saw last night on on the yeah on, i don't even know what it was facebook or something that guy jumps out of the car and he's just like dancing along yeah. that was the best i'd love to be like that i just am not like that i'm such an introvert well you talk about willingness to willingness to look stupid that's why a lot of times first thing when i'll just i just walk into a mall and just go into convulsions or look stupid just say something really <laughs> Do a dance? Yeah. Be the yeah, dumbest. You never I could be do the that. dumbest I could be. You and would never do it's that. It's all upside from that. So I think we covered that, right? Yeah. So we covered the six the six things that make a difference. And maybe the comfort being comfortable inside of building some habits. Being comfortable inside of trying new things. Now, what what can be usable or useful here? One is we, we can interact. You know, we have lists of, of things. We're actually going through a little course now that has uh, a list of six or, or a list of things that, that get us out of our comfort zone that we can try every day. Like there's all kinds of yeah. fun little lists that we can do and then we can work with others on. Not work with others on, but just uh, collaborate, right? Yeah. Hear about how that goes. That's really the step, right? I mean, what are you doing things that are out of our comfort zone is, is I think, important first things first. What do you think? I think that's really important to do things out of your comfort zone and not worry about looking stupid. And uh, in fact, when you see somebody doing something that's outside of your comfort zone, you typically don't think, oh, that's so stupid. You're like, wow, isn't that awesome? Yeah. I wish I could do that. Yeah. So there's a little bit of envy in the, in the fact of somebody who's acting out, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I think being a nonconformist is actually a little bit liberating. It inspires me when people are a little bit out of the box. It's funny how, how free, you know, different... I, I was like in college. Like I had a I don't give a shit attitude. I'd, just, to, just to be weird, I'd like wear two different shoes and I'd wear clothes that would totally wouldn't match. And just like totally irreverent that just didn't care I'd go to class looking like that you said like, you wore a bathrobe to class I wore a bathrobe to restaurants and it was I just didn't care I love that I love that about how I was right I didn't care how did you get to be so proper I don't know just you know just uh, life kind of wraps up around you so I'm going to start wearing my bathrobe <laughs> to the gym I don't think you have a bathrobe <laughs> no no I don't have a bathrobe but it is fun to see other people who you know, who don't give a shit and, uh, about, about social conformity, about looking good. Right. And yeah, there's some envy, 
there. Like, uh, you know, I think for most of us. I, I think so- the envy is I wish I could do that. And right. there's really nothing keeping you in there right. other than your own perception yeah. of, oh my God, what would other people think? Right. Well, other th- people, we're here to tell you, would think you're a badass. Yeah, that's right. There yeah. might be. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you learned how to do anything really well too, like if you learned how to, to play the piano, really, really well. A lot of people might have pianist envy of you, but, um, but that's okay because you excelled at it. That's right. You know? Well, I think we can invite our, our listeners. We all, we want you to really go outside your box and share a little bit about that. Or maybe your apprehension too. What keeps you in your box? Mm -hmm. Maybe there's somebody who's in the thread or listening that could say, hey, you know, I felt that way too. Yeah, kind of an eat the frog mentality. Yeah. Right? Eat the frog approach. That, that's also a book, but that's an old saying. Yeah. Right? I don't really want to eat frogs. No, but you get the idea. You, you got to do the first thing in the morning. You got to do the, you got to eat the frog. Yeah, you got to do the, the do hard the uncomfortable thing, first. thing Yeah. So that's why starting tomorrow, I'm going to start a tradition of uh, running one lap around the house naked first thing in the morning. <laughs> Just to... <laughs> Just to get it out, you know, get it out of Just the way. Get it out of the way. Yeah. Well, you can put that in your journal of our, um, our, um, what is this course we're taking? Cultural thing. It was some kind of cultural, something different about culture. Yeah, but it's our intuitive ability. Yep. Right. So we're striving. We're working on our intuitive ability mm-hmm. to uh, see see beyond the layer. That's right. And I'm intuiting right now that it's time for our, our show to be complete. Oh. Okay. I just read I'm your picking mind. Picking that up. That way. Okay, well, good. We'll, uh, we'll do it again soon. Very soon. Good talk. Good talk. So we hope you enjoyed our topic today. It was a lot of fun doing it. Make sure you check us out at ownthe24.com. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and Spotify, Anchor and Stitcher for Android. And don't forget to also subscribe to our YouTube page and like and follow our Facebook page at ownthe24. Remember, we only get 24 hours a day, and you get to say how they go. We each get the same 24 hours a day. Let's make sure we all own our 24. Let's go. Tick tock, motherfucker.